Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is July 30th of 2023, and we're celebrating the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And again in 2023, this is year A. So we're on a three-year cycle for Sunday readings and a two-year cycle for the weekday Mass readings. And this is the beginning of that three-year cycle, year A. And for that reason, the Gospel today comes to us from Matthew's Gospel. The long version is chapter 13, verses 44 through 52. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure buried in a field, which a person finds and hides again, and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant searching for fine pearls. When he finds a pearl of great price, he goes and sells all that he has and buys it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown into the sea, which collects fish of every kind. When it is full, they haul it ashore and sit down to put what is good into baskets. What is bad, they throw away. Thus it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Do you understand all these things? They answered, Yes. And he replied, Then every scribe who has been instructed in the kingdom of heaven is like the head of a household, who brings from his storeroom both the new and the old. In today's Gospel, we continue with the parables of Christ. Now, two weeks ago, we heard the parable of the sower and the seed. And last week, on Sunday, we heard the tares and the mustard seed. Today, we're asked to meditate on the parables of the hidden treasure and the precious pearl. But first of all, we need to think a little bit about wisdom, since that's what the first reading is about, and because it helps us to understand the parables. In the first reading, we hear that God told King Solomon, Ask something of me, and I will give it to you. Now just think, Solomon could ask for whatever he wanted, and what he asked for was wisdom. That request pleased God so much that in addition to wisdom, God granted him glory, riches, and power. Now it should be clear from this that the wisdom here we're speaking of is not merely human wisdom. It's not anything worldly. In other words, there's many people who are wise according to the world, but they're fools in what has to do with God. We can think, for instance, of a merchant or a businessman who knows how to defraud people to earn more money, or a scientist who knows a lot about the universe but denies God's existence, or a thief who knows very well when and how to enter a house in order to rob it. All these men are wise, this is true, but wise according to the world, and not according to God. This distinction is made by St. Paul, and made very clearly, in his first letter to the Corinthians, when he says, God chose the foolish of the world to shame the wise. And then later, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you considers himself wise in this age, let him become a fool so as to become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in the eyes of God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their own ruses. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Now, it's important to keep this in mind, because what the one who finds the treasure does, and the merchant who finds the very valuable pearl does, that is, selling absolutely everything to buy the field and the pearl, 
Well, that really doesn't make much sense in the eyes of the world. According to the criteria of the world, they're not very wise decisions. But I mean, think of it just for a moment. Sell everything, that is the house, the food, the clothes, the donkey, the cows, the family's land. Absolutely everything to have just one thing of value. And it's here where we can enter again into the parables. Let's not forget that the parables were preached to ordinary people. So they contain references to everyday life or just normal life. For example, finding the treasure for them wasn't something so extraordinary. We could say, well, why? Well, because it was common to bury goods to keep them, especially in times of war, when people are going back and forth, you have troops that are attacking here and there, so you just bury stuff. In fact, in Jesus' time, there were people who dedicated themselves to this as a profession, to looking for these hidden and forgotten treasures. This also explains why the man was digging in a field that he didn't own, because that might seem strange. Now, when the man finds the treasure, he does his best to keep it. Out of joy, Jesus tells us, out of joy, he goes and sells everything so that the field and his treasure are entirely his. Now, according to the world, this doesn't make much sense. But according to this wise one, it makes all the sense in the world. The world doesn't see the reason for running off and selling everything, but for the one who knows about the treasure, it is the most logical, most sensible thing to do. Now, Jesus explicitly tells us, he says, this is the kingdom of heaven. And we could think this in particular is its manifestation through the Catholic Church and her teachings. In the teachings of the church, we have the fundamental truths so that we can be happy. Now, in the eyes of the world, it might seem to be madness. But for us, it is worth so much that we need to be willing to put aside anything that doesn't let us love God as we should. Now, many of these truths might seem like hidden truths. For example, we can think about the truth about the sacrament of marriage. In the eyes of the world, it seems like foolishness that a man and a woman decide to marry in the church, each making a promise to be faithful, both in prosperity and adversity, in health and sickness, loving and respecting each other all through their lives, their entire lives. But aren't they going to be bored? Are they going to get tired of each other? But there, with those promises, they find a treasure. The grace of God comes so that with their love, which was previously just a human love, they might have an elevated love to another level. This is where that description of love found in the Song of Songs is fulfilled. For love is strong as death, longing is fierce as Sheol. Its arrows are arrows of fire, flames of the divine. Deep waters cannot quench love, nor rivers sweep it away. Were one to offer all the wealth of his house for love, he would be utterly despised. Now, the world only sees the difficulties and the problems of living like this. They don't see the blessings and the graces that come. In the same way, too, we can think of those in our world who never make a choice for anything. This is probably very much more common today than it was in the past. These are people who are too afraid to commit to anything in particular. We could say that these are the people who live in a perpetual state of discernment. And though, indeed, discernment implies knowing God's will in order to act upon it, right? The one who claims to be discerning without really intending to follow what God shows them isn't really discerning. They're simply passing their time. They're afraid about what they might miss out on. But 
at the same time, they miss out on all the joy and blessings that could be theirs. And it's true, commitment means sacrifices, but it's only in the context of sacrifice that we can find fulfillment. On the other hand, we also have the parable of the merchant who finds the pearl of great price. Now, pearls are very pretty and very valuable, but only when they're whole. A piece of pearl, a fragment of pearl, is worth nothing. It's the same with our faith. We can't divide it or live out just a part of the truths we've received. You can't live only seven or eight of the commandments. You gotta live them all. So today we ask through the intercession of Mary, mother of our Lord and our mother, for the grace and the gift of wisdom like Solomon, so that we can fully live out our faith and thus experience the joy of living according to what he asks.